This is Inside with Outsiders. I'm Jeremy Gary, and today's guest is Stas Pudryak, all the way from Philly, but originally from Ukraine. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Uh, man, this is, this is one of the interviews we've, we've redone, and I'm actually kind of happy that we're redoing this one. Yeah, me too. Um, we had, uh, I feel bad for Bams. I uh, apologize. I, I, no, 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 I, no, no, I, don't apologize. You put in a lot of work to this show, and this wasn't something that you uh, could control, but basically our audio... Yeah, the audio oh, shot. I literally hit a hit up an engineer that you sent me. I hit up an engineer that Sarin sent me. Like I hit up everybody to yeah. see if we could clean up the audio. And it's like, dude, it's but it's, dumb. but it's a blessing, honestly, because of what where he's from, from Ukraine, and everything that's transpired since the interview. I mean, the the war between Ukraine and Russia. Obviously, it's been a long time. Uh, it's it's not it didn't just start when we heard about it you know, three months ago. It started eight years ago. So eight years ago, but you know. The shit hit the fan. Yeah. Uh, three, four months ago. Uh, it happened on February twenty first. Yeah. Yeah. So the fact that we can now have you on the show and we can speak about it. Um, sure. In detail, and we can hear about your your upbringing in in Ukraine. Yeah. And also what's going on there right now from somebody who has got strong ties there with your company, with your family. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this. This is gonna be more of it's a different kind of interview from what we've done so far with some very serious topics as current events in the world so i uh, appreciate you coming back yeah. uh, and i'm glad the audio file got corrupted you know i believe in destiny and i think it was a destiny to me yeah. for me to come here again just to share more information about what is happening in my country and what is happening here and what is happening with all Ukrainians now. I agree. So, so yeah. um, why don't we start like your story, kind of build from there, and, and hear about how you know being from Ukraine has shaped you and what your home country was like. So, uh, tell us where you're from exactly. I'm originally from Ukraine. Chernysy is my hometown. is a like small city, three hundred thousand people living there. It's on the western Ukraine. Um, it's not far from Romanian border. We have a lot of Romanians in our city. A lot of people from Moldova, some Russians. Like it's more like people with Russian roots. We have a lot of them in our city. Really? From Poland, from Germany, because our city was under Austria for many years. It was under Soviet Union. It was also under Romania. Well, I believe it was also even for uh, under Nazi Germany for a few months. Really? So that's the reason why we have so many different people in our city. So you have a you're in the western portion, right? It's the western portion of, of Ukraine. Yeah, but right now we don't prefer to say like Western, Eastern Ukraine because Ukraine is united as never before right now. So we just oh, say we are from Ukraine. I mean, geog geographically. Geographically, yeah, yeah Western. That's interesting that you have a lot of uh, Russian people there, given yeah. that Russia is east uh, of Ukraine. That's really strange. I don't I have no idea why. Yeah. But I even I grew up in a Russian-speaking community. Okay. Like so you speak both Ukrainian yeah, and Russian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like most of my childhood. Like most of my friends, they prefer Russian as their first language. What was your first language? Oh, my is Ukrainian, yeah. Ukrainian. And how different is Ukrainian from Russian? And how would you compare it between other uh, languages? I think for me, I don't see much difference, but Russians, they can't understand what we're talking about. They, they can or they cannot? They can't even pronounce some of our words. Really? We have a specific word. Uh, it's palyanetsa. That yeah. means um, it's like pancake. Okay. Palyanetsa, they can't pronounce it. I got to remember that word. I like That's pancakes. the way <laughs> we recognize that person is Russian. Really? Say Palanitsa. That's what we say. Like, there's a lot of uh, 
there are many videos of Russian soldiers captured in captivity, yeah. where they, our soldiers ask them, say Palenitsa, and they can't. Really? They can't pronounce it. I don't want to bring, uh, you know Top Gear, the UK show, Top Gear? Yeah, uh, sure. So there's an episode where he talks about Russia and they, they, how you get Russia, because they can't say squirrel. Squirrel? They say squirrel like that, like they can't there's pronounce. A, there's, a, there's a lot of. There's no, a lot no, of but then because that's how you like because he said like a lot of Russians come into yeah. the UK and they speak with the English accent. That's how you can tell they're Russian because they can't pronounce the word. Well, squirrel. French people can't pronounce squirrel either. Squirrel or Bowery. Have, have, my friend was uh, my friend from France visiting and he was looking for Bowery Street, and uh, he went up to a police officer and the police officer police officer laughed at him because he was saying Bovary. Bovary, like, what are you talking about? Bowery, you couldn't say it, but uh, anyway, that's off topic. Um, so, go, when, what year would you say you grew up in in uh, what's the town again? Well, well, sorry, what's your question? Uh, how, what year was this when you grow growing up? Like, what, how old are you? <laughs> I am twenty eight. I moved to the United States when I was 25 or 26. Okay. And did you, you're, you're the outsider's videographer. Yeah. You're, you're our, our guy go-to. Uh, did you always know you wanted to do videography? Yeah, sure. Uh, not, like, not always. I wasn't sure about that. But I remember since I was a little kid, I wanted to do some videos. I just didn't understand that I can make some money on it. Right. That's the reason why I didn't spend much time on it, because I was thinking I need to find the real job, something right. like that. <laughs> so I didn't realize it can be like I can make making by making videographer even more than a real job right <laughs> i mean it's, it's such high demand you know content well, creation yeah right that, now it that's is that's also if you hustle like you literally got to put the work and that's what a lot of people don't understand like you literally have to work day and night if you're gonna yeah, try and make money like i need to work hard but at the same time i really love to do that so it's not i don't feel like exhausted then you also that. have a great business model i mean yeah. you're you're getting clients here in the states, you're shooting, but you're editing team. You're bringing it, you're sending it back to Ukraine. Yeah, our editing team is located in Chernivtsi. Yeah. I sent recently. I was editing most of my stuff myself just because I like it. But I recently started to send everything to Ukraine since my son was born. I don't know much. <laughs> Thank you. Wait, your, was your son born when we did the interview or not yet? Uh, he is five months old. Okay, so, so he was. Yeah, he was maybe. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Congrats again on that. Thank um, you. So, when did you move to the United States and why? Uh, I was dreaming about moving here since I was a little kid, but I moved here only two and a half years ago. Okay. Yeah, uh, unfortunately it was harder than I thought. It took me five years to move here because it's really hard to open visa or just to get here. Yeah. Right now it's easier. Uh, there are many new refugees from Ukraine coming to the United States. Really? Yeah, a lot. And where are they going? Where in the United States are they landing? Um, different spots. Mostly they go to New York or Chica Chicago or Philadelphia because there are huge Ukrainian communities. Yeah. So it's much easier for them to find some job, to like find people that can help them. So, yeah, there are many people from Ukraine are coming and here. And how did you decide on Philadelphia when you moved here? Uh, because my wife lives there, mm -hmm. like she came here earlier than me with her parents and like I came just to first city mm -hmm. and then COVID started before that I was thinking to move to Los Angeles or to New York City. Are you still considering Los Angeles now? Yeah, that's the funny thing because... Darshan told me that and I'm like, no. No, I recently, <laughs> I recently was thinking to move to Los Angeles, but I think we changed our mind because I get so many clients here in Philly, in New York, and in Washington. 
I just don't want to leave them, like because I just recently started to make a lot of money, like yeah. comparing to what I was making right. before, and like moving to new place. I will like it's not a big deal for me to fly to Los Angeles for a week or for two weeks for a specific right. project, but it's much easier for me to live here because I know more people here and I also love New York. Mm. Even I don't live in New York, I love to visit. I it's close I enough. Yeah, yeah, I visit New York at least four or five times a month. Yeah, and. I mean, you kind of be removed from the Ukrainian community. I'm not sure if there's a large Ukrainian community in LA. Is there? Yeah, not not as big as here, but right. there is a big Ukrainian community. But honestly, I don't have many Ukrainian friends here. I don't know why it's just happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have many friends from Belarus. There is huge Belarusian community in uh, Philadelphia as well. Yeah, I think so you mentioned that. I just meet people not because of their of course, yeah. nation just <laughs> so like yeah. Most of my friends are now Americans. I can say most of people know they're Americans. I had to get that correct in there. Um, so again, I feel like I'm trying to hear more of your story, but there's a bigger. I yeah, wanna hear, I want to hear so much yeah. more about this. You know, you're from Ukraine. You're going up. Your perspective is so much different, and you can give us insight on what is happening there from from your experience from your friends there like let's just dive into it like okay uh this has been an eight year thing going on what's what's happening so this year uh, this war started eight years ago and then for this eight years people didn't pay much attention to it even in ukraine because it was very local like not very local it, it was happening only in two states yeah so like we got used to it even when I live here, so many Americans ask me, hey, I heard that Russia is planning to attack you. Do you know about that? Yes, I know. They attack us many times before. Right. It's nothing new is happening. You're used to it. Like So the, the first attack started eight years ago? Was there, has this been the ongoing thing since the, the fall of the Soviet Union? Uh, like Russia tried to destroy Ukraine tons many times even before putin even before yeah. i was born many times what is the reason what's the what's the objective that's a good good question i have no idea but if you you can even check there is a good a cool youtube channel called wax or wax like we o x okay they make a really cool video explaining different stuff uh, oh yeah Bo- yeah wax is the wax, yeah wax is the yeah. They, yeah, it's good they got like a it's kind of like a vice almost okay yeah. Yeah. they recently made a few cool videos about ukrainian genocide Genocide. Genocide, yeah, yeah. yeah. About Russians trying to destroy us. And I have no idea why it's happening. I mean, Sometimes I feel like they're p- pure evil on this earth. Right. I mean, I don't <laughs> know. I think the pure evil is always driven by money and resources, which is still equating to money, right? Maybe. So, is I mean, I've heard stories about, like, a pipeline for fossil fuels, you know, and that goes from through mm-hmm. Ukraine from Russia to get to the Western Europe. So is that a reason? Or is that even true? I don't even know. I'm not an expert. Like, This is definitely much different from there any is, other show we've done before. There's so. one interesting story about one woman, one woman from Bucha. Have you heard about Bucha? Uh, it's a small city not far from Kiev. Uh, more than 400 people were murdered dead by Russian soldiers, civil people. Civilians, really? Civilians. They were raped. Most of women were raped. There are many girls that are pregnant, and they also raped some men and also some old wim- women. There are some news. If soldiers did this. Soldiers. If you don't believe me, if you don't think like I'm lying or it's a part of our propaganda, you can check it on American news. There are also interviews with Ukrainian people. No, and yeah, there are I also I videos, tons of videos. Thing, yeah. There is even a video where a Russian soldier is raping infant baby. I what? saw it personally. 
I didn't well, believe that video before I saw it personally, but it 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 happened. But I mean, why? Why did he why did he do this? No, I mean, no, I, there's no there's no, no explanation. explanation. You can't explain that, right? This like you said, there's pure evil. I mean, these are war crimes, right? This is like this has nothing to do with so politics. One woman from that uh, village, she had a conversation with a Russian soldier, and she asked uh, the soldier, "Why did you come here?" And he told he answered to her, "Did you think that you can live better than we do?" It doesn't really make sense. Like they just like haters. They don't like that we can have a better life than than Russians. That that they do in their like country. Z like imagine there are some haters that hate you for no reason because y y you see there are some. Yeah, haters. but I mean, is how is there an entire government and country that's that's anti really strange? Bef because before war, so many people told me I think it's <coughs> a reason because it's propaganda. It's because of Putin. No, it happened many times before Putin. Where did it start, though? How did this start, or why? <laughs> <laughs> I, I sorry, I'm not the one who can answer this question. Unfortunately, I don't know that much about. Well, I, our I don't expect. I, I know you're not an expert in this, right? But I want to hear, like, maybe opinion. you've heard stories growing up from your parents or neighbors or teachers. Like, what are the what are the thoughts <sighs> on that? Well, even even my grandparent, he was. I unfortunately didn't meet him personally because he died before I was born. But yeah. my mother told me, like, all his life, he was saying, "Can I curse?" Mm -hmm. He was saying, "Fucking Russian." Yeah. Fucking Russians. He was uh, secretly listening to Voice of America on his radio yeah. station, like talking about what America is talking about, what is happening, and mm -hmm. like he hated Russians. And my father told me that uh, when Soviet Union came, they took all the farms, all the territories that my grandfather had. He was the richest person in his village. Mm -hmm. They just took everything. Russian dude. Russians. And when was this? This is during the old war? It was. War? Uh, I think it happened maybe 60, 70 years ago. I see maybe I I I'll, I'll check it with him. I'm not sure what happened if it happened after or before mm -hmm. Second World uh, War Two. So this is obviously this is something that's been going on way before. Way before. I mean this war. This has been. So what what is interesting about this war? Is this is the first time when we fight back. And we what happened before? You guys just it was really hard because we were not united. We didn't have much. Uh, we didn't have a strong leader. That's what we do now. We have a really strong leader now. Yeah. I think Zelensky is the most famous politician in the world right and now. And you said something interesting. Yeah, he is. He's getting tons <laughs> of press, and he's not. I mean, he's not backing down. Uh, you said me something interesting. There was propaganda saying that uh, Ukraine was anti was anti-Semitic, but. You, I think you said that. I see. No, no, no. You didn't say that. I'm saying that was some <laughs> propaganda Russia was using. But isn't your president oh, yeah, Jewish? Oh, yeah. They're saying that we are Nazis. Yeah, but isn't your president Jewish? He's Jewish. He <laughs> That's <is>. crazy. <laughs> and his grandfather was a soldier on during World War II. Yeah. It's insane. Like, what's insane to me is how media can control the Mine? outcome of history. Yeah, if, you, uh, if you'll ask, there are many videos... Uh, uh, like inter in, uh, people interviewing Russians on the streets right now, and if you ask most of them where do you do, where do you receive your news, where do you get news, they say I, I watch TV. They still watch TV. I have well, no I idea why. As opposed to internet, they don't use internet that much. They so watch but TV but a lot. How old? I mean, the the, the young folks too. Because I know I know even in the United States, people that are you know there are even many Russians in the United States living here supporting Putin. They hate United States, but they live here. I know some of them personally. Really? Yeah. They live here for no reason. At the same time, they hate United States. Some of them are thinking about coming back to Russia. 
my friend, my close friend, he's in Florida now, and he's renting a room from a one woman. Woman, she's actually Ukrainian with uh, 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 Hungary, Hungary roots. Hungarian, yeah. Hungary yeah. roots, and she is watching uh, Russian news, and she's planning to go to move to Russia. She's saying like, there will be no American figures. I need to go back to Russia. This is a place where I like. Well, it's a good life. There are nice so what people. She, so she's saying, and, and this is a fear. Try to watch Russian news for an hour. Where, I, where, where do I watch you, that? Your, your, your brain will melt. Like <laughs> I tried to watch it once. It's like your brain is melting. There How is would you compare it to some of the American news channels? And there's it's the different. There's the, the, the American news channels are, and they're very polarized, right? So there's CNN, which is very liberal, democratic. There's Fox News, which is very uh, Republican. MSNBC tries to play the middle ground, although I think it might be a little more on the liberal side. Um, That's what I love about the United States. If you like like more liberal side, you can watch CNN and you can move to California, to New York. If you don't like it, you move to Texas, to Oklahoma, and you watch Fox News. You have a choice. Yeah, but the, what cool. I would love you is don't why you have no choice in is Russia. Is there ever <laughs> going to be a neutral news, reporting the news, fact-based and not taking a side? Because we don't have that, right? in my opinion. Oh, in the United States? I think yeah. the only one, I mean, like I said, I mean, we discussed this during the last What week. do you think about New York Times? B, uh, BBC. BBC. Maybe Times. BBC. Maybe. Yeah, but I mean the BBC, the BBC news we have here on the BBC app is not the same BBC no, no, news. No, no, no. Well, yeah. Well, I use a, the, a VPN. I get like oh, go yeah. So I go like I log in under an I UK uh, IP address, and you get to watch mm. on the BBC what they watch. Gotcha. And that goes back to like the news when I travel abroad. I see news about every country. The news in 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 France, for example shows what's happening politically in different countries and so on. Here we get the news about the United States and maybe, you know, a war that's going on. But we know nothing about any other elections, nothing going on, which is a little sad and annoying. But yeah, it makes sense for most of the United States because I don't think they even know about na no names of, other of some other countries, you know? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I recently um, was visiting a barber shop, and my hairdresser she didn't know what what is NATO. She know what NATO is. Okay. She didn't know what is NATO. What yeah. NATO is. So, what are your thoughts <laughs> on on Ukraine? Well, I, I know there's some negotiations already happening, saying that there'd be a ceasefire as long as Ukraine didn't join NATO. Because Ukraine's not NATO. No, we are not. Uh, you think that's a good thing for Ukraine? Yeah, for sure. Funny thing, when I was a kid, uh, uh, they tried to push NATO like it's like a look. Russians made a propaganda in Ukraine when I was a kid about NATO that NATO is bad. Even when I was a kid, I was told by my teachers in school that if I, we will go to NATO, I would need to go to war for uh, to fight in Iraq from American side. That's what they told us. Um, if you were in the military, that is a good possibility that you would have. If there was a forced draft. But they, they tried to make me like afraid of this. Right now, I understand they like tried. In Ukraine, is there a draft? What? A required military service? Yeah, yes. There is. You, you, you have to do military service. Yeah, yeah. You did it? No, I didn't. I, don't, I still don't understand why. They told me uh, that I have like we call it white ticket or something. Oh, uh, yeah. That I'm not allowed because of some health issues. Okay. I honestly have no health issues. I didn't know, like, except some. So you were gonna argue, yeah. I didn't argue. <laughs> <laughs> but when it happened, I think it was. Wait, it was before war started. And this is. I was 18. It was 10 years ago. Yeah. It's a two-year minimum requirement, or what's the requirement? It's one year in Ukraine. One year. But it's it's. I'm pretty sure there are more and more people that want to join army now. 
Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, from what I understand, we have a professional uh, army. It's not something like, it's like so similar to Israel now. Yeah. Israel. What is it? I mean, what is it like now? I mean, I know you haven't been there since it started, but from what we see in the news, and I had a friend of mine who was giving me some insight. Uh, she was in in Kiev when this was going down, and uh, she told me some crazy stuff about hearing bombs go off oh all yeah. night long and so on. Um, she also said that there were civilians just getting arms and, and going to fight that weren't in the army. Uh, have there we have a huge army. I think nearly 300,000 soldiers overall, which we have an even bigger army than Russia has. Right. How is that possible? What's the population of Ukraine? Uh, 40, 45 million people, something like that. 45 million people in Ukraine? That's a yeah. lot of people. Yeah. And it's you gotta remember, <coughs> that's why Russia's population is, is They have three, three times higher population, but yeah. the reason why they have a smaller army because they didn't have a, how do you say, mobilization. They can't require people to go to army because they say there is no war. There's like special operation happening right. in Ukraine. So mo like half of our people oh, really? join armies are new people. But Russia didn't, uh, can't make people join new armies. So they're saying it's not a war. They say no war. It's like special operation S happening here. Really? Yeah. That, that's what Putin's been saying, special operation. And, <laughs> and from what I understand, uh, initially, you know, it was worried that Russia was going to overpower. But apparently, something like seven gen Russian generals have been murdered, uh, killed, yeah. excuse me. You know how many people, how many Russian soldiers were killed so far? No. 21,000 people 21, for 000. today. And how about Ukrainian? Uh, I s heard nearly 5,000 Ukrainian. How about enough. civilians? A lot. A lot, unfortunately. You know why? Because these uh, stupid assholes, they just hit rockets into uh, cities for no reason. But how, you how know, is You know why it's stupid? If you will not talk even about just people dying, that is bad. Like, let's talk about from a military perspective. Like, if you want to invade country, you need to destroy army. Right. They don't do this. They just kill uh, people. And there is no point for them to do this. They're just losing their rockets. It so will not help so them to invade us. In your opinion, I know you're not an expert, what is their goal? By their doing goal? this and their goal overall? Uh, Putin didn't like to see uh, Ukraine as a free country because Russians would see, hey, this country like have a better economy than we have. And people have choice. They can decide. They can do whatever they want. And now they're like, we are going to become a citizens of uh, uh, European Union. Yeah. European Union. Ukraine so is going to become. Yeah, soon. So uh, I mean, I've been to both countries. I've been to Kiev and I've been to St. Petersburg, Russia. Um, it definitely felt different. Um, really? I I haven't been. I mean, Russia. I felt uh, when I was in Russia. I went to Russia. When was it? Fifteen years ago. Fourteen oh, years okay. ago. Long time. Uh, it felt felt a little more didn't feel that much different, but it felt a little bit more cold warish if that makes sense uh, it, I just felt I felt like the remnants of communist communist Russia that's what it felt like but even when I went to Kiev, it's a beautiful city, but there's also some aspects of it that were interesting because where I was staying was in the heart of the city. And I go to the building I'm supposed to stay and go through the back. Was it also 15 years ago? No, I went to Kiev four, five years ago. Oh, okay. And um, I had a great time. I, I mean, I had a great time in St. Petersburg, too. Uh, Kiev has know. many cool bars. I, had, I mean, I had a great time. Restaurants. I, I, 
I had a great time. <laughs> I, I believe it. Um, it was interesting because uh, there's a lot of a lot of being a lot of building a lot of uh, I feel like it was up and coming a lot of money being put into it even though it was super cheap there. Uh, I loved how things like Uber was like three dollars to get from here to here yeah. from here to like you know thirty minutes away it was like three dollars. Um, but it was interesting because like you know some of the places I go to the building I was staying in the common areas looked like scary like old and. And dark, but when I got into the apartment, it was like brand new. Everything it was gorgeous, and I heard a lot of places were like that. Um, again, I I, I, didn't, I didn't go there trying to experience you know, compare the two, and it was just vacation for both. But um, you know, I want to. I mean, I'm sure you've been to Russia, right? Hmm? Have you been to Russia? No, never. 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 I never was planning, and I'm pretty sure I'm never ever going really? to visit this country. I mean, I understand. I, understand. I, I mean, there was always no reason for me to visit Russia. I have no point. It's not a really good place for tourists. There are like nicer places in the world that they want to visit, mm -hmm. and it's not much different than Ukraine. If I want like to find similar architecture, I can find it in Ukraine too. So, <coughs> so let's talk about uh, what's currently going on and how we can help. I know you've been doing a lot of stuff. Oh, right now, uh, just sending money. Just don't send money to Red Cross. That's what I ask people. Please don't do that. Is Red Cross really sending money to Russia? Yes. It's <laughs> it's so stupid. Like Emil Kunis with Ashton Kutcher, they gathered like $10 million or even more. And all this money, they went to Russia, unfortunately. To Red Cross in Russia. They opened new offices You're in Russia. You're joking. I'm not. Emil Kunis is Ukrainian. Yeah, she's. Oh, it's not her fault. Sorry, it's not her fault. She was just she, she was just gathering money. She was helping. Yeah. She didn't know the, where is this money were going oh to go. Oh, my God. So... So what I was also surprised. You were doing some things with um, drones. Uh, what? I was sending drones okay. to the Ukrainian army. Cars? You mentioned cars. Yeah, I was gathering money for cars. So I have people that buy uh, in Ukraine that buy cars from England. In England, cheap cars, and they send it to Ukrainian army. Yeah. Okay. So what do you think is the uh, in the next? Uh, so today's date is. April 21st, and we plan on hopefully putting this out next week because there's so much like yeah. time relevance as far as what you're talking about. Things may change. But in the next month or two, in the next three months, how do you s foresee everything unfolding? Uh, by destroying the Russian army. So Americans sent us a lot of new weapons. Uh, Germany didn't send as much before, but they are sending something new. Hungary sent, no, Hungary didn't send. Czech sent a lot. Poland sent a lot. Latvia, Litva. We are getting more and more weapons. Right now we have more tanks than Russia had before, as uh, than Russia has now. You right. know why? Because we recaptured their tanks. Really? There are so many videos, <laughs> Russians leaving their tanks because they're running away. You know what is Javelin? Was that? Javelin. Javelin. Yeah. Javelin. There is a huge, like, you can... Uh, oh, rocket launcher. Rocket launcher, yeah. yeah. You, you can use... It's very easy to use, and just one person can destroy a Russian tank. Yeah. And when our soldiers attack their, uh, like, bunch of their tanks, yeah. like, some of them are destroyed, but all of other tanks... Uh, they leave. They're yeah. leaving. They're running away. And then the way how we are getting new units to our so army. So let me ask you: you, you you see you see Ukraine being able to hold off Russia entirely? And yeah, Ukraine, for sure. Ukraine in next three weeks, like we are going to destroy um, a lot of new Russian. Right what now. about what about the states that were kind of taken by Russia? We will take them you away. We'll take take them back. Is it uh, Crimea? 
Uh, I'm not sure about Crimea. Crimea is a difficult question because uh, I think we will take it back peacefully later. By we we need uh, to make it peacefully. People in Crimea need to want to become uh, part of Ukraine back again. Okay, so they wanted to be Russian. Uh, I have no idea what is happening right now because yeah. because of Russian propaganda. I s n not sure what is going on there. You can just come there and ask people what do you want. Right. We need to ask them. Like we have a we need to have a in Ukraine a referendum. Uh, do you have like people need to vote. Yeah what they want to be but uh, about to talking if you're talking about our other states yeah we will take them back by force by force now once once uh the russian army is pushed out and ukraine we push them out from a few of our states of, of our states right now but once once that happens for the entirety of ukraine when no when it does do you think ukraine will stop and this and this fortify the border or will they continue Oh, uh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. What would you like to see? <laughs> <laughs> but think, but think, but think from a human perspective, right? Because there's there's, there's um, civilians on both sides that might be. I, you know, I, I don't think that, like we need to stop, but I don't think we need to take some Russian territories. We just need to destroy some of their nearby uh, bases, some of their like mm -hmm. strategic objects not far from our border. That's what we need to do, but there is no no reason to attack their cities or mm -hmm. civilians. There is no reason, and there it's a stupid thing because it will make more and more Russians uh, to want to fight with yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I was gonna. No, no, no. Say, I'm sure there's a lot of like you said. There's a lot of Russians in Ukraine. I don't think we are going like to invade Russian territories or something like that. Do you think that uh, the Russian Ukraine, the Russians who are residents in the Ukraine, are feeling? Uh, are are getting, you know, see like feel prejudice towards them or, or I don't think so. You can freely speak, you can freely speak Russian in Ukraine and no one will judge you. Okay, so there's more no like fifty no percent of our people they consider Russian as their first language. Right, but there are more and more people that uh, switch to but, Ukraine. But me, I'm just I'm asking in the sense where actual Russian people, not Russian speaking, but actual Russians that are in Ukraine, are they are they being, um, you know. Uh, Feeling the the hate on them. I don't know how to describe it. Like, are they are they being uh, held accountable for the Russian government actions? Yeah, by other Ukrainians in Ukraine. In Ukraine, Russians that live in Ukraine. Okay. Do they are they I being discriminated against? I don't think there are many against? Russians that live in Ukraine right now. None. I don't think there are many of them. Because I know you said there there were a lot in your hometown. In my hometown, but they're Ukrainians. They just have some relatives in Russia. Okay. Like they, they moved into to Chernivtsi like 50 years ago. Oh, gotcha, years gotcha. Ago. Okay, so uh, they consider themselves Russian. They're not. I mean, they uh, consider Ukrainian. themselves as Ukrainians. Ukrainian, so yeah, so. Ukrainian. <coughs> well, um, what, where can people donate money and donate? That's that's UNICEF. Sure. I say no. UNICEF is a f was a safe place, but yeah. people can just reach out to me. And I will. What's the best way to reach out to you? Instagram. What's your Instagram? M R P R I D. Mr. Prid. Mr. Prid. One word. One word. Yeah. All right, we'll put. You that can in. reach out to my Instagram and like, um, you can ask me like, I wanna to like spend this money for army or I want to give right. it to people or something. I can I can reach out to other volunteers that are gathering money. And how can you guarantee the money will go to the right places? <sighs> 
I, I can send you photos. Like, for example, I, I was gathering uh, money for uh, cars. Yeah. I have photos of new cars. I can provide photos after. That's amazing. Um, That's the reason why I'm afraid to, like, uh, give money to a big organization. Yeah. There are no proofs. Where is this and the good thing is that you have direct ties to people on the ground there. No, yeah, yeah, I can, get do, yeah, I can do it. Uh, I know this is our second time interviewing you, the first time we spoke about this. Why? Um, but the first time we spoke a lot about your story and what your goals are and yeah. so on. And I'd love to still hear that, of course. But how have your goals in life changed? And have they because of what's going on? Is anything in, in, in your life and how you see your future uh, happening changed? I since think nothing changed. So what is I your goal then? Uh, I'm still planning to build a huge video production company in Ukraine that mm -hmm. is working with American companies. That's what I do now. Right now we have 30 people in our team. Nice. Rebel Monkey. I love the name. <laughs> Rebel Monkey. Yeah, we'll, and we are planning to hire more and more people because there are so many people that are losing jobs because of war and we want to hire more and more people to work with American companies because it's a, w there is, it's a way for them to uh, make money to support their families, support countries for our economy. So if you want <laughs> to support Ukraine, you can also to hire Rebel Monkey to make a video project for you. And this is also the way to support Ukraine. Absolutely, man. Uh, I, I don't want to like sound like it's just uh, like promo I'm promoting my well, services. I mean, but well, this you're, this but your services, actually. I mean, you're promoting your services, right? But your services are actually helping the economy because you're hiring, yeah. right? Yeah. So directly helping the economy. If you need any visual effects, 3D animation to any kind of animation or video editing services if you... And some of the videos you've seen from Outsiders, the uh, On Shakeout Run from a Marathon Weekend with On Running, um, our Fall Camping Weekend, and the stuff that we've gotten great reviews about and, and great feedback yeah. thanks to you. It's amazing video work. Yeah, um, I also like it. Thank you. So <laughs> <laughs> if you... Uh, I think if, if you're on our YouTube channel watching this, we posted... I think we may have posted some of those videos. If not, we will. But uh, yeah, or you also see it on our Instagram for sure. Yeah. Um, so, what are your dreams for your personal dreams? I know you have this dream to build this whole big company in Ukraine. I always was dreaming to have an Oscar. But awesome. after Will Smith, I'm not sure if <laughs> I still want. <laughs> it's like every year it feels like less and less important to have an Oscar. It's not doesn't feel like it's cool thing right now. It's not a luxury. It was luxury ten years ago. If mm -hmm. you will watch uh, all the old ceremonies, they yeah. look like so nice. I People like it, yeah. wearing jackets and everything was so fancy. And right now it's so political. How so? <sighs> because they speak. Actually, they they speak about important things right now but there i think it's more about uh i don't know how to how to explain it and do not uh, is, is it you think it's more about current events as opposed to the art also about that but i i, I just can't explain it mm. you think like maybe they're just they're just talking about a current events for the sake of talking about current events yeah like, like during the to? last ceremonies they talked I remember the joke because there were three wi uh, women uh, representing Oscar this year, and they said there are three women th tonight because it's much cheaper to hire three women than one man. Mm -hmm. It was fun, but at the same time, like 
I'm not sure if that's what we need to share during Oscar. I think it's right. weird. It's about w making awards for people that support cinematography. It's we need to speak more about cinematography during that. But maybe maybe I'm mm -hmm. wrong. But I mean, we're, we're hearing the artist perspective, right? And this is an award for the artist, so you're not necessarily wrong. I think, I think these these topics are discussed. Yeah, they don't speak about art right now. Right. They don't speak about art. They speak because about well, they I think they take the opportunity because they have the platform, right? But then what's funny is that that's accepted. But then if you look at Ka Colin Kaepernick, who has a platform of uh, football, yeah. right? And he's trying to use that, he was trying to use that platform for his cause, which was a noble, justifiable cause, and he gets bashed for it, yeah. you know? So I, I, I agree, disagree, I think there needs to be a balance. So I obviously think that current events need to be spoken about, but it doesn't need to be taking over the entire show. Yeah. But again, like, like Mila Kunis, I mean, unfortunately, the money didn't go to the right place, but I'm sure her speaking about it helped raise more money. Mm -hmm. And that's what we want. But, you know, do you make the whole show about um, how you can make the world a better place? Or do you make the show, you have an element of that, but then you focus on the actual art? Uh, yeah, I and agree. That's a good point. I never thought about that. It's a good that. thing to hear. I agree yeah. with you. So if it wasn't for, if it's not an Oscar... I still want to get an Oscar. I'm just saying that it's not as important as it was to me before. So I what's think. more important to you now? Um, how to say that in English? When people just like you, what you're doing, but just to make something that can be important for people, to make a project. An impact. To impact. To yeah. make a project that people will talk about in 10 years, in 20 years. Mm. Something so that you want to create a, a legacy for yourself, so you remember. Live a legacy, yeah. yeah. That's actually, yeah, a good point. Yeah. yeah. I, I still want to make a few movies. People what kind of movies? Uh, right now I'm working on a documentary movie about immigrants in the United States. Yes, what was it called again? Tale of the American Dream. What is it? Tale of the American Tale Dream. Tale of the American Dream. And yeah, I know you did a, a crowdfunding uh, goal. Was it? Yeah, yeah, because there is some money to make and it. And did it? Did you reach the goal you wanted to reach? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Tell us about this this concept. I loved it. I guess uh, the reel was amazing. I think, and I think the immigrant story is super interesting. Obviously, I think all three of us ha have immigrant parents or backgrounds or, or we're immigrants ourselves right? yeah most of americans <laughs> yeah i mean i wasn't even born here but my my mom went to high school here right yeah. so but she immigrated from france my dad came here after i was born we, he came from iran right so i know uh chris's dad is puerto rican i know although puerto rico is considered part of the united states it's i would still consider a, a, a money coming from puerto rico an immigrant yeah, yeah. No, i mean when well i mean when he came here I don't think we were like we were not really Commonwealth at that point. Right. He came here in like the forties and the fifties. <coughs> really? That's when he first started coming over here. Yeah. What was when did it become Commonwealth? I think it might have uh, been common, like uh, oh, it's not the, that's not the term. It's uh Yeah, it's the common Commonwealth of the United States. Okay. Um it might have been in the, the maybe the mid fifties. I'm not really sure. Gotcha. But yeah, no, he came over because they 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 were trying to find work. They were literally working farms and shit like that. Mm -hmm. So I, I see it. It's not showing on the video. There's a, there's a bug floating <laughs> yeah, around yeah, here. Yeah. But yeah, no, he came over here because they, they literally worked all the farms in the Midwest. Yeah. He, when he came here, he was working with my grandfather. They worked at a mine in, in Death Valley. Oh, That's wow. They were doing when they first came here. <laughs> we just passed Death Valley yeah, on a Zion trip. A weird place. Um, <laughs> so what is your what is your documentary going to talk about? What's the story behind So when I moved to the United States, after a while I lived here, I realized that there are so many Americans that don't appreciate what they have. They think this country don't have any opportunities. 
these countries sucks and there are better countries like Canada because they have like free uh, insurance, yeah. healthcare, like there are Switzerland, there are so many better countries in the world and America sucks and I was thinking, man, you haven't been in like <laughs> abroad somewhere else, like you just, you can compare. Right. And I was thinking like, I need to make a project to show Americans this country opportunities. There are so many people coming here to achieve their goals and they achieve their goals. And they're making money even they don't speak English, even they don't have a lot of money when they move here, even they don't have a citizenship, yeah. they achieve a lot. So the, the goal is to show that they're... This, if, if this country of opportunities or not. Like, I'm not just pushing my uh, thought about right. this project. I'm also asking different people, especially people of color living here, is like, do they think, do they have like same opportunities here or it's much harder when you're not like white person when you're black or you're Asian? Are you, and have you shot the whole film yet or are you still shooting? I'm still shooting. I'm still shooting. I'm working on this project when I have a free time. Yeah. So I'm planning to release it on autumn, in autumn this year. Oh, really? Yeah, so yeah. you've gotten a lot of the shooting done. Um, yeah, it's, it, yeah, kind of. So that's that's. I'm not in rush about this project. I just recently stopped doing this, and because of when the war started, I was like, okay, let's let's delay wor yeah. work on this project for a few months. So outside of this project, are there other projects that you have uh, in the pipeline that you really want to do? Uh, I want to film some shorts with actors. Okay. And shorts that you create yourself. No, uh, I would like to work with some scriptwriters. Uh, Scriptwriter? How do you? Uh, screenwriters or script? Uh, yeah, screenwriters. Yeah, screenwriters. Right. Yeah, or some directors from East Coast area, from New York or from mm -hmm. Philadelphia. On, on that. Uh, no, I'm not going. I I just want to have more practice. I yeah. really like. I need more practice to to do so before I'm doing some features. Okay. I would love to do some features, but maybe later. After I have more free time with my company, I need I need to like to deal with the Rebel Monkey for some time and just mm -hmm. need to hire more and more people and let it grow without me. And then mm -hmm. I can spend more time on my personal projects. I got to link him up with Syringe because Syringe's boy is Tom, the director. He's been doing a lot of short stuff. Okay, it's perfect. It's pretty Here insane. So yeah, like, yeah, I want to find like a person with similar vision to mine. For me personally, I would like to write some scripts, but I just don't have much uh, experience in it. I'm, right. I'm pretty sure there are people that can do it better than me. Of course. Right now, I feel like I'm becoming more uh, producers and director or cinematographer. And are you okay with that direction? Are you rather? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, that's what I do in Rebel Monkey. I'm the owner. I'm businessman. Like yeah. <laughs> it's funny thing, but the main my main income is isn't cinematography. My main income is my business. Yeah. Like I'm running a video production company, and as a businessman. Yeah. What so is let's, yeah. let's tie it back to outsiders. We met you through a coffee company, right? Uh, the guys from the coffee. Bean company. to bean coffee. Was that bean to bean? I think so. Remember? They're my friends from Philadelphia. Yeah, exactly. Did you mention them before? I don't know. That's who we got introduced to, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> that's how it happened. Um, that's a funny story because I accidentally met you. Remember, on in New York, uh, I accidentally met you, and then I was able to work on your project. And on during your project, I met uh, a photographer. I always forget his name. Step, uh, Steven. Steven, yes, yeah, Steven. Yeah. Steven. And Steven introduced me to people from. Great Britain, uh, they have some projects in New York. I made a few projects for them. Then <laughs> they introduced me to new people, and I have I have more projects in New York. And they also introduced me to people from Washington. Yeah, 
I got so many projects right now because I decided to visit New York that day with Jonathan from Disney. Really? <laughs> See, it works out. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm really happy and we definitely have like so much more work to do with you as soon as like, listen, anytime we have an opportunity to have a budget through our partners to have yeah. you, I'll hire you as much as I can. Yeah. Well, um, we. I also would like you to hire uh, Anna, my wife, as a photographer. She's a very good photographer. Okay. And I want to find more and more projects. To we, have, we have Bertrand currently, but I know she won't be able to do everything, so I'd love to have her come on. Uh, whenever. She is very good with making content for social media. Perfect. That's I think that's what most of people require now. I mean, yeah, I mean that's that's where I mean that's where people get our updates the most. We have newsletters, yeah. we have a website, but same thing. People live on Instagram. People are attached to their phones and specifically yeah. on Instagram. So, you know, if they're already on this platform, we should we use it because yeah. they're already looking at it. So it's in their face. Um, what are you, what are your thoughts when you first joined Outsiders and and that camping weekend? Oh, it was amazing. I would love to come. Like to to like to do something with outsiders again. I would love it to have it. It was really you. great experience. It was it was so easy to work. It was really easy because I was having fun. I was drunk as hell first night. <laughs> if you remember, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but still, like it was it was really like easy for me to work on projects with you. Mm -hmm. It was fun, and I also was making money. I was having fun, and like yeah, me meeting uh, and I meet, met some new people, so it was great. I think it's important to work with people who you get along with and who you like. Just like to feel comfortable. Yeah, people who you could see yourself having a friendship with. That's yeah. why Darshan and I work so well together. That's why you know, we work well with I you. Still, I still don't understand what he's doing like full time. Well, he, so Darshan works for himself. He he does... Uh, like marketing stuff? Or yeah, digital or marketing, marketing, brand okay. partnership stuff. Uh, he has a few clients. His big one is a company called Lolly. Okay. Work with them. He works with us. He works with. I actually introduced him to a friend of mine, Eddie, who has a startup called Giggly. And eventually, we'll get him on here. But he wants it to be at a certain <laughs> level. But uh, he works with him now, and I advise. Uh, it's a startup, so I advise on it as well. <clears throat> so kind of like the same way you made all those connections in New York that day. That's actually funny because I remember it like Jonathan from Bintamin to be uh, from Bintamin he told me like every Thursday I'm going to New York like to like I'm visiting a few places I meet a few business owners I speak to them and give my coffee and I and when I heard that I felt opportunities for like, yeah. like like in the moment I want to go with you just one day yeah and I told it like to a few people and they didn't understand why I felt it was so important for me to go to one day just to meet new people in New destiny York. my friend it's <laughs> super important. If somebody tell you like I'm going to you to introduce to some business owners, yeah. it's su I'm ready to pay for it. And on top of that, <laughs> I, in my opinion, and networking is super important. Which is why I was actually late today. Sorry about that, but I was late because uh, my friend wanted me to go to this uh, happy hour at Diageo, and okay. Diageo is a company that has a lot of alcohol brands and spirits uh, as a portfolio. And uh, I was there and just like networking, speaking to everybody, telling them about outsiders, and they were like, "Oh, you gotta join!" And I was pitching some ideas. Uh, but like, I, I think, I think even if it doesn't turn into a potential project or a payout immediately, those relationships are valuable. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think it's genius of you having done that. It's kind of like the same style of, of way I like to network is just go meet people. There is one guy from uh, my hometown. He was like. Uh, a rap artist yeah. and he asked me like to make a musical video for him and I refused because uh, we didn't agree on budget and on idea and I just my friends make made fun of me because of me working with this guy but 
a few months after he became super famous. Really? Yeah. So you regret that? No. Now yeah. he's not because he he moved to Russia. He became r- r- famous in Russia, and now he left Russia because of what is happening. And I respect what he's doing now. He right. speak loud, loudly about what is happening, and I respect him a lot about him becoming famous. I didn't regret. I was just thinking, okay, I need to think twice before refusing to someone. That's funny. Uh, there's 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 been. Fortunately for me, I think I have to do the opposite sometimes. I, I'll take on everything sometimes I can. Sometimes you need to refuse it yeah, sometimes. But, uh, but I remember a couple of times where I presented opportunities to partners I was working with, and they shut them down really fast, and it turned yeah. out to be huge opportunities they missed out on. Not every time. It's, it's not That doesn't happen all the time. I wish it did. But, um, yeah. Uh, do you want to say anything more about this Russian-Ukrainian stuff while you're here? Uh, I'm not sure if I can share a lot of it. I just can ask people like to check more on you if they want to know more. I like they could check Wax or New York Times or CNN about that. But I think people know enough. Like okay. I'm glad that the United States are sharing that much about what is so happening. So oh yeah, that's what I want to ask you. Like what we're seeing on the news in the U.S. is it accurate? Compared to what you're hearing from family and friends back home? Uh, from what I heard, it's very accurate. Okay. Like, I haven't checked all the news, but, like, CNN, New York Times, maybe Fox News, they're, they're correct. Fox News don't speak a lot about us as they can, but yeah, that's why I don't like what they do right now. Like, they can speak more, but... This is interesting because... But they're, like, pro-American, and they speak about the United States more, right? I don't know. I know there's some sort of... I, th- I think there's some sort of... Uh, maybe I'm wrong. A support for... Russians on the Republican side? That's uh. interesting because some people ask me, what what, uh, what do you think would happen if Trump was a president now? What would happen to Ukraine? How do they expect you to know that? Do you have, a, do you have thoughts on that? Uh, yes, I have some thoughts because first day or maybe first week when Russia invaded Ukraine, Trump said that Putin is genius. He said that. Really? Then he said, sorry, like, I didn't mean that he's genius. He was like, ah. Uh, Backtracking on his statement. Yeah, something yeah. about that's what he said first. Ooh. So um, there are so many people thinking that Trump has some connections with the Russians. Yeah. I'm not sure about that, but I don't know. I think I'm right now I'm glad that Biden is president. Okay. <laughs> I agree. Uh, listen, I, I think there's... <laughs> I think there's um, if you talk about Ukrainian yeah, problem. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather it be him, but, like, honestly. I didn't like him first. Right now I like him more, but yeah. um, it's a different conversation, I think. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, my opinion is this. None of the candidates are perfect fit, perfect match. I think they so. both, both are too old. I, I would like to see next American president young as as yeah, Zelensky. I agree. Like a young person. That would be great. Younger. I don't want a younger, young person. Younger. So, so needs 50, some experience. 50 something. Yeah. 40 maybe. Maybe 50 something. Early 50s. Early 50s. Is there anything, uh, this has been a much different interview from what we usually do and from the first one, but is there anything about you that I haven't asked you that you want to share? You personally. My personal? Yeah. No. I'm just want to say to people if you need maybe I don't want to promote myself again. Well, my I'll promote you because hmm? I'll promote you. I'm a client. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm a client of yours, right? Okay. So, so being a client of Stas, um, I've been extremely happy with his work. 
It's been amazing, uh, very affordable, and it's important to us as a startup. We're still considered a startup. We have lean budgets, so it's been great, but your, your work is by far surpasses yeah. what we pay you for. And one thing I want to say, uh, I want to create more music videos. I'm ready to work with some artists with their ideas for, mm. I don't want to say for free, but like, yeah, I'm ready right. to work well, for free. There's yeah. some cool projects I would like to. I so want to create more music videos for my portfolio. So if, if, you, if you're interested in hiring, keep in mind that he's also trying to grow this team in Ukraine. This directly helps um, the Ukrainian people by creating jobs and boosting their economy. And that's something I believe that is very important right now. Yeah. So I, I saw what like, people were doing with Airbnbs, like just. Yeah, that was that was super genius. great idea. That was genius. So they felt they felt great about doing that because you didn't hear that. Good sound. It's all good. I'm out of mind as long as you can hear us. Um, genius idea because I think people really appreciate that because they're helping directly. So same yeah. thing with you. If if you guys, if anyone out there, whether you're an artist or a company that wants content. Stasis is amazing. Um, is where can they see your reel or, or your information? All on Instagram, like as far as your content. Yeah, they can portfolio? contact me by my email, but Instagram I think is much easier. Okay, so Mr. Prid. Mr. Prid, or my email Stan at rebelmonkey.pro. All right, I think uh, we'll see with uh, Instagram because they can see your work then and then reach yeah. out to you on Instagram. Um, I almost feel weird asking you these five rapid-fire questions, given the whole Why? vibe of this. <laughs> because it's more light. You know what? I'm not mad at it. Let's, let's end it on a lighter note. Um, there's been a kind of more heavy conversation as oh, opposed okay. to most of our stuff, yeah. which is good. It's an important topic to cover. Uh, you ready? Yeah, sure. What's your favorite city other than New York City? Tel Aviv. Tel Aviv. Lviv. Sorry, not Where? Tel Aviv. Lviv, it's a Ukrainian city in Western Ukraine. Lviv, okay. It's Why? very beautiful. It's very similar to Kharkiv, some Poland cities. So like it has European architecture. Mm -hmm. It has a cool atmosphere, a really great atmosphere. If you had fun in Kiev, you can have even more fun in Lviv. Really? It's a really cool city okay, like to spend time. You, you just even with your family or just with your friends. We uh, like mm, it's a really great city. Lviv. How do you spell it? Lviv. <laughs> L V I V. Lviv. L V I V. Okay. L V I V. Okay. Like Tel Aviv, but Lviv. Just Lviv. Gotcha. Uh, if you could do any other profession, what would you do? Game design. Game designer. I would like to work on some game projects, video game projects. Okay. There it's a very similar industry to mine, but at the same time, it's very different. But Are you a big gamer? Yeah, I play a lot. What do you play? Unfortunately or fortunately, I don't know. My, <laughs> my, my <laughs> wife hates me because <laughs> of that. Because I can play during the day when she works. She's yeah. working and I'm playing games and she hates me because of that. But mm. I will tell her that I work hard a lot so I'm able to have some free time for my to myself like to play games. Gotcha. Fair Maybe enough. Uh, what's your biggest fear? Uh, I'm afraid of uh, heights. Really? Like yeah, yeah. So if ever we were to do an outsiders event where it's like cannoneering, rappelling down cliffs, would you not That's be able to actually film it? not scare me. It doesn't scare me. Uh, what scares me is like to use um, how do you call it? Uh, Luna Park? A what? Oh, 
That's the problem. Um, <laughs> uh, we call it in, in Ukrainian called amusement park. Uh huh. Roller coasters. Roller coasters. Yeah, I'm yeah. afraid of this stuff. Really? Yeah. Come on. You know how we call American uh, roller coasters in Ukraine? Uh, American hills. American hills. I have no idea why, but we call them American <laughs> hills. <laughs> That's actually for American hills. That's funny. Like American <laughs> hills. Okay. Um, that's an f- interesting fear. What is your dream project to shoot? Oh, my dream project. I don't think if I have one. I'm not really? sure. No. Would you consider this uh, documentary on immigrants? No, no, no. It's just like it's only beginning. Only the beginning of my long way. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I, I don't. I haven't thought about it yet, that yet. I would like to create something huge, but I don't have a dream project right now. Okay. Well, I'm open to new ideas. Hmm. And I don't make plans ahead like m- for more than one or two years. Especially recently, after COVID, after war in my country, I just, my brain doesn't work like this. I can make like plans ahead in right. five years ahead because like everything is changing really yeah. fast. True, but you have to have a vision. I have a vision for some things and I'm pretty sure that I need to work on it. I need to spend more time to have more vision for my company and what is going to happen next. But yeah. after COVID and during war, it's really hard to have a vision because I'm not sure what is going to happen like tomorrow. Right. I w- every day I wake up and I check the news and there are many news every day yeah. like about what happened. and. I make my plans according what happened tonight. Uh, what happened during this night? Right. All right. And I'm just glad I'm alive. <laughs> and my family is safe. You're kind of living more in the present, which is a goal of mine. I always worry about the future. Right now, I appreciate more and more my life. Yeah. And you should all have that perspective. In my life. Yeah. Um, last question and. Is what's your favorite food? Obviously, we you brought food last time. I was gonna ask you no, to bring it I again. Didn't, I didn't no, 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 no. You food. don't have. You didn't have to do. We have we have the video from last time. Why don't you tell us what you brought? We'll cut the video in. What, what did okay. you bring last time? Uh, brain. I <laughs> took kwas with me. It's my favorite drink. It's does like that stuff go bad? What do you mean? That bad? that does it like does it go bad? That like drink does it rot? Does it, does it last a long time in the refrigerator? Can you drink it? Or do you still have it? I have it in the back, yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> 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 you can check it. Let's check. We can check. Uh, give me one second. <laughs> oh man, this this could end up being a bad <laughs> thing for us. You're <laughs> taking like four, five month old. Uh, what's it called? Sorry, Kwas. 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 Yeah, it was my so first job. I was selling Kwas on the market. That's right. So what what is exactly? Can you describe what it is? It's made like out? a bread water. It's uh, like a Coke, but made from bread. It's like beer bread, bread beer. Yeah. Oh, so it might have fermented then. Yeah. Oh, it might be. It might actually be your beer now. Look at that. You still have it. Yeah. It's still carbonated, but I think it's good. Should be fine. You want to taste it again? Yeah, yeah, sure. You first. That's five months old. (laughs) I'm not not trying that. I mean, not first. It should be fine. So you, I remember you brought this. I remember it tasting kind of like uh, Malta, yeah, but a little lighter, not as sweet. Malta is that uh, is it strictly Puerto Rican or is it more Caribbean? Caribbean, so it's poor, cr- Caribbean drink. Yeah, please, please. Hey, it's fine. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, cheers. Cheers. <laughs> yeah. 
It does. Less carbonated, though. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's still, I'm surprised it's still carbonated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what was the other thing? We brought a really interesting dish. It was like uh, maybe some sort of Shuba. Cat. Yeah. Uh, Tell us what's in it, because it's a weird mix of stuff. It had fish. Yeah. It had uh, uh, beets. Beets, hard-boiled eggs, too, right? Yeah, a lot of stuff. I'm not even sure what else was there. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise, yeah. It, it, to me, if My I father once almost died because of it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Because <laughs> he had uh, some health issues because he ate uh, shuba uh, after it wasn't good. Like, so we're drinking this <laughs> shit. Well, no, no. Well, I mean, mayonnaise is remember mayonnaise is yeah. because and of mayonnaise. fish. Yeah, it's because yeah, fish and eggs. Yeah, because because of mayonnaise and fish, my father had a huge health issues. Oof. He was eating shuba after it stayed in our refrigerator for a few weeks. He decided, and I remember that night, I will remember it for all my life, his face was like, he was like literally dying. He didn't like, he, but he was, he felt himself like that. I, there was an ambulance in our house. Really? Yeah. I remember it looked kind of like, it looked kind of like coleslaw, like that purple it coleslaw. Not, well, yeah, it looked like, um, so like if, almost if, like a potato salad. If you of, decide to salad. buy somewhere yeah, in a grocery, it can be actually unsafe. Unsafe. Unsafe because you need to well, check one. It? it was it was fresh. I bought it in the, in a grocery store in yeah. Ru- um, like in Russian store in in f- not far from Philly. So you're saying if you're gonna have it, make it fresh yourself. It's better to yeah. make it fresh <laughs> yourself. Yeah. Okay. And did you, you brought a cake? Did you bring anything else? It was uh yeah it was Kievsky tort. It was uh, Kiev uh, tort. Yeah. Kiev cake. Kiev cake. It was uh, hazelnut. Yeah. I had hazelnut. it at home. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Um, okay, what, what? Why are those your favorite foods? It's just, this is not my favorite food. Like I just try to bring something that is very Ukrainian or so, yeah. or a part of our story. But shuba is, I think, it's more a Soviet thing. Okay. So if I would bring something today, I wouldn't take it because it's also part of Russia. Oh. Unfortunately, yeah. Because so it's part of. It's more Soviet thing than. It's Ukrainian. actually what I was gonna ask you, because you bought it in a Russian store. So today, had you, if you were to bring something else today, what would you bring that's, like I said, more Ukrainian as opposed to Russian? Uh, borscht. I would definitely take borscht here. Love borscht. Yeah. Yeah, borscht is delicious. It's super so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got I got a. There is a cool spot in New York. What's called uh, Baselka. Baselka. It's so famous. I saw it so many movies. Many movies. So many. I haven't been there. Never. No. It used to be open 24 hours. Really? Yes. We gotta go there. Maybe we'll go tomorrow. I night. heard that they have huge lines now. They do. They do. Well, if if we, you know what, after tomorrow night, if you're if you're sticking around, I'm not sure if you shoot back home, but if you have some time, we'll pass in front. And if it's still a line. Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's try to do that. Um, my next, my last question to you is: What is your favorite food? It doesn't have to be Ukrainian, but what is your personally favorite food? It could be like pizza or whatever. Oh yeah, I love tacos. Tacos. Fish tacos. Uh, I love Philly cheesesteak. I love mm-hmm. American food. Next and time you come here from Philly, can I? I'll give you money. Can you bring me back to uh, Philly cheesesak? Yeah, I can. I can. Where's your favorite place in Philly? I don't have like. Favorite places in Philadelphia about that. I'm not very picky about it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure people in like Philadelphians they have like they have like their favorite spots. The first ones I went to like Gino's and Pass, but then I got taken to another one which was like more authentic and where locals go to. And I don't know. It's like I'm sure at the end of the day you just go to like a, a good local deli and you probably get a good Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bams, you want to add anything else? 
No, I, like I said, I just wanted like I, I know we, this is actually good that we're having this conversation again because what's going on. Yeah. But I do apologize that you had to come back all the way back up here again for recording. No apologies. I'm, j- I'm happy to come here and I'm a lot. And love I appreciate driving. that you came back. I, yeah. really I, love I mean, this, is, this honestly, I think this was a more interesting and more detailed story of what's going yeah. on and everything yeah. as well. I agree with you. And Bams, I, 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 when you told me that, I felt bad for you when you said you lost the audio because I know how much you put, how much time uh, you put d- into I, it. D- I, it. I literally two weeks. I was two weeks just trying to save this audio. Like I was trying, I was talking to everybody. I hit him yeah. up. I hit him. Yeah, we tried it. I was okay. trying. To, I was trying to save it. I can't. I was like, I can't. I can't yeah. I, and and it, I don't I just don't like I don't like things going <laughs> wrong and I know listen there's always going to be bugs you're going to have issues I just don't like it happen cuz then that got you got to no, do it No I'm not the person that, that can be angry because of it right, because yeah, I'm yeah. running a business I'm used to have some issues with people or with something happening yeah. so it's it's small things but again, it's this not a big deal for me to come This was like the perfect one to go wrong so we can have you yeah. back in here <laughs> uh, and we'll try to get this out before you know the news or whatever you say becomes irrelevant because there's new updates so New updates like we just recently destroyed uh, the biggest Russian uh, warship have you heard about that No we destroyed it with two of our rockets. And now the, all of their wars, other warships, they run away. Mm. They left because this one was the biggest one. Wow. It was the main warship that they used to attack Ukraine and they also used to defend other warships. Yeah. Now, now they have no defense. Oh. Well, like, like things like this are happening every day and it's yeah. like... How are you getting your news? Oh, on Telegram. Most of Ukrainians, they get, get them on Telegram. It's a messenger, like a WhatsApp. Yeah. But there are also cha- channels on Telegram. Um, and each city has its own channel. Really? Yeah, like like in our, uh, like uh, for example, Kiev. So, uh, something is happening in Kiev. And there, uh, there is their own channel. And people uh, filming what is happening. They're sending this video to admin. It's like and a citizen app. And it's yeah. kind of it's similar to citizen. So I get all the information really fast. But right now people share less videos about because we don't want sh- uh, Russians to see where their rockets hit and if their rockets hit something. So okay. right now we just we have less information. But you can find also many videos of Russians in captivity, of destroyed Russian tanks on yeah. Telegram. Yeah, there are a lot. Of I, mean, I don't want to see anybody in captivity. I don't want to see war. I don't want to see it. It's, it's yeah, unfortunate. We don't I agree. Um, but because at the end of the day, I don't think I it's can the people. I can, I can ignore it. Yeah, I'm sure you can. <laughs> I, think, I think it's the people that end up suffering for the government's decisions. There's also a cool website called Oryx. It's O R Y X, Oryx. Uh, where, where is the guy? He's. Uh, counting how many Russian Ukrainian tanks tanks are destroyed and there is also a list of destroyed tanks and you can click on tank and you can find a f- photo of this destroyed tank and <laughs> the date when it was made so there are proofs <coughs> wow so that's really cool if you will go to that website you can see that more than 2000 Russian units were destroyed or recaptured like tanks cars uh, different like yeah. uh, planes and according mm. to these numbers, you can understand that numbers of dead, uh, 20,000 dead Russian soldiers are correct. Yeah, I just think that w- with globalization and, and the direction the world should be taking, this is steps backwards, personally. You know, w- war. Yeah, the world yeah. needs to do something with that because they ignore it. When this war started, they didn't yeah. do anything. I mean, what's funny is that uh, I think the only time the entire world would be war-free from each other is when we're being attacked by aliens, if that ever I happens. Was, I <laughs> was thinking about that, too. This yeah. is the way to unite us. Did you see that movie called Watchmen? 
uh, parts of it, the superhero. Yeah, one, yeah. it's kind of superhero, but it was more about uh, Cold War. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. And yes. there was one guy he decided to destroy New York because it was a way for him to unite, to stop Cold War and unite uh, uh, Soviet Union and United States against him. It's very interesting mm. idea, but honestly, it's much easier to unite people around the enemy. That's that yeah. is what's happening in Ukraine now. And aliens is a good idea. Yeah, unite people. <laughs> we should, we should uh, find a way to get some fake aliens to attack <laughs> us somehow, and then we'll unite. No more war in the U.S. I mean, no more war in the world. So, good idea. We'll work on that. Stay tuned. <laughs> what do you think about the United States? Would they unite if something would happen well, similar to uh, what's happening in Ukraine? About citizens in the United States. Yeah, I don't know. Um, look, I think I think even what's happening, like Russians are uh, not united because there's some that are anti-war, some are not. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know what it would take for United States to, because especially right now, it's so polarized more so than ever because of you know we can say the social dilemma of social media yeah, and yeah. all that stuff. So. Yeah, I don't know. I think the only way everyone unites is if if there's a common enemy, like you said. What was uh, during 9/11? Did pe were were people united after 9/11? Yeah, I, I think that they were united, but I, I also see that there was still the disparity between people in the United States that were Islamic. There was that, there was, because all of a sudden the enemy was anyone who was Muslim, right? Okay. And there's Muslim Americans that, that, that had nothing to do with Islam. Right? I heard about it. It was that. claimed that it was, it, was, it was in the name of, of Allah and all that, but Muslims don't, n terrorism is not part of Islam. That's, that's <laughs> it has nothing good, to do with it. Point. But I so think it was really hard for some Muslims. Exactly. To so the, the them, um, I think there was still the race issues. So never, people might have been united in the idea yeah. of coming together, but. It didn't solve our problems, right? Yeah. It didn't solve internal problems with people's interactions with people that are different from them. I was surprised when I moved here that America still has race issues. I I saw that you solved them many years ago. What do you think about the race issues you saw in Ukraine with uh, African students? Uh, we had some issues 10, 15 years ago. Right now, we don't have no, no issues. No, but there was issues on the news about you African students not being allowed on the trains to leave Kiev. Really? When? Couple when the war was starting, they were not allowed to leave Kiev. They were not allowed to get on a train because the trains were full. They were not like Africans. <coughs> really, I haven't heard about that. That was big on the on social media stuff. Okay, I saw. Uh, sorry, I, I just can't say anything about that because I, I haven't heard about that. Yeah, that's really strange that I haven't heard. I mean, I'm I'm going based off what I saw on social media. Uh, maybe yeah, it's I not because they're black. Maybe it's because they're not Ukrainians. Maybe that's the reason. But either way, they're still humans and trying to get out of a war zone. So I don't know. Uh, no, no, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, think I'll th check it. Honestly, I haven't heard about that. I think I think there's always going to be problems with people who are different. You know, yeah. people you don't know, people who are different. That's just I think it's unfortunately it's part of exactly. Yeah, hum humans are tribal, uh, and also like you know, it doesn't have to necessarily have to be people of different skin color because you could be f you know friendly with a person of different skin color but hate somebody who is from a different part of the town hate different political views and so on so yeah. it's, it's i don't know if it'll ever end i think it's built into our genetics somehow and <coughs> unless you have super high eq and, and intelligence and awareness i, I don't heard know if some <laughs> things that like 
thousand years ago when somebody was different than you, people thought he was different because he was ill and people were afraid of him. Yeah, I don't know. And, and it's, it still stayed in our mind. So we are afraid of somebody who is not look who, who, who or is a not threat to your a threat to your well-being. You know, if you're coming from a different tribe and you're coming to me like I'm over here. This is like, you know, back in yeah. you know, centuries ago. There's a chance someone tried to but take I over. Th- I think everything is much better now, and fortunately, people will solve this problem soon. This, new this has been a problem going on for a century. Like this is, the civil rights movement was in the '60s, and and we're still dealing with issues of uh, racial disparity as far as the justice system. So I'm glad I have no issues about that. No, I I agree, but I'm saying like, it's not just it's not just in the United States. It's all over Europe. Maybe yeah, yeah. It's it's tricky. I mean, it's a whole other. It's also a political thing because some political politics try to use. Uh, they just speak loud about something like that to get new wall people. Votes, of course, of course. Votes, I yeah. mean, listen, controversy sells and gets. Like know. even during the Black Lives Matter movement, Trump could solve this problem. He could speak to the people and ask, ask them, "What do you want?" How can I help you in this situation? And after this conversation, people can, like, they could solve it. But he didn't speak. He just tried to ignore everything. Yeah, I mean, even when we... That's why he feels, like, similar to Putin for me right now. Because he's the one who didn't speak. We're we're talking about two egomaniacs driven by egomaniacs. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good word. Yeah. (laughs) I remember it. Egomaniacs. We're talking about about two egomaniacs. People that are driven with their ego and... um, don't necessarily have the best interest of the people who are the governing. Yeah. You know, it's unfortunate. Um, listen, we can talk about this to a blue in the face, and we probably should have another conversation, get some more people on board into this show, and we'll have a whole couch episode, and we plan on doing more stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's. I don't know if I don't know if we'll ever solve all our the world's problems. No, because once you solve one problem, somebody's gonna find a new one. I think we kind of need yeah. problems to solve. If there's no more problems, we need to find aliens. Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking to it. I'm looking to aliens. That'll that'll unite us for a while. We'll see what's yeah. up. Um, but anyway, we're going on a crazy tangent. A great conversation. I appreciate you bringing your insight about what's going on in Ukraine from your perspective, with your direct uh, source of information and how yeah. we can help. Again. Guys, you can reach out to Sas <coughs> on his Instagram to not only find out how you can help directly with the Ukrainian people, but also uh, if you want to help directly and need videography work and anything content-oriented, uh, photography or whatever, nice. uh, Rebel Monkey Productions um, would be a way to get your content problem solved as well as helping people directly. So thank you so much for being part of this show, coming back again. And uh, again, like I said, I'm really happy that we had to have you back. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me here. It's right. a huge pleasure. Do it again, man. Thanks, and guys. And an honor. Peace, guys.